My next guest is CEO and founder of CF Management. Please welcome to the show a really incredible person, Connor Finley. Hi, Connor. Hey, Vince. How's it going, man? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Trying to stay alive during this crazy moment we're living in right now. Uh, so how has your transition been since COVID-19? Yeah, man, it's been it's been kind of obviously up and down. I think uh, you know the biggest thing is a lot of our athletes were still on tour right now, performing and uh, you know competing in their sports that they were in. So for them, um, and as an agent, it's like you know really handling what their day to day life was, kind of saying, hey, how can we help you transition out of this? Some of them were, you know, still traveling. We had one athlete who just came off uh, X Games bronze medal in Norway, so she was kind of um, traveling in the midst of that. And, you know, some of our other athletes were, you know, actually on their way to an airport to go travel to Calgary for training camps. And we had athletes at other training camps. So the beginning of it was kind of a hectic start, but it's kind of, you know, slowing down now and, you know, kind of the email trains and talking to brand managers and see how we can adapt and work with them and the transition of like a lot of digital work right now, which is kind of cool. Um, everything's kind of on virtual, which is kind of cool to see all that kind of stuff. Um, and just like working with our athletes and staying top of mind, you know, it's not all about the partnerships and endorsements, which, you know, we as agents love to do. Um, but it's like keeping them top of mind in their health and how can we help them, you know, continue to be as strong as they are on the hill or whatever sport they perform in, you know, all the side things for that. So me as a, me as an agent, it's kind of changed drastically from day to day and how we're helping our athletes. Um, and also just having the conversations and making sure like, you know, family and all of our, you know, contacts and people that we work with are staying healthy and it's been a crazy ride, but right now everybody's healthy and I knock on wood for that and thank the Lord. So your story is so incredible, uh, Connor, with CF management. And I want to ask you how did it all start and what is your role and duties and tasks with being the CEO and founder? Yeah, thanks, man. It's uh great for you to say that. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it started, uh, started back when I was a young little buck. Um, I always loved action sports. You know, growing up, I always watched the X Games and do tours and admired, you know, the Tony Hawks and played them on Nintendo and stuff like that, right? And I was an avid, you know, hockey player and all that kind of stuff, but um, more the extreme and action sports side kind of sprung on me a little bit more than everything. Um, so when I was 14, I applied to a company called West 49, which was a huge major retail company here in in uh in canada and from there i worked in the stores a bit but made my way up to head office helping with their e-commerce and marketing team um but yeah kind of um started with west 49 and kind of transitioned my way into you know finding that manager role of like athletes so uh, it was cool each west 49 store would sponsor um, two kids. So basically, they'd give the kids an average look at what it would be like to be working or sponsored or endorsed by a um, corporate company. And from there, um, you know, we wouldn't really pay them, but we'd kind of say, hey, this is, uh, you know, we'll give you some publicity through magazines and all that kind of stuff and all that kind of jazz. And they get discounts and stuff like that, being the commercials, which is kind of cool. So helping with that team. Um, kind of transitioned out of West 49 in my, I think it was second year of college. Um, I took advertising and marketing at Mohawk College. And through there, um, I started CF management. And kind of at that time, the flow team for West 49 was transitioning out. So they were kind of not having the team anymore. And I knew a few kids on the team from working with them and said, hey, like, 
might be a good time for you guys to see and, and work together and kind of get you guys some sponsors and see how this works. Um, but then second year of the agency, we kind of did an agency flop and transition. Um, and I had a good friend here, just actually lives around the corner from me, Brad Martin in Ancaster. And he, uh, he kind of introduced me to a lot of people in the industry, whether that be professional snowboarders or some other agents that I kind of idolized and looked up to. And he said, uh, you know, meet this person, talk to them. Um, and at that time we did an agency flop. I signed my first Olympic snowboarder, Derek Livingston. He's been with me for the whole five years that CM management's been operating. And uh, from there, yeah, we just kind of gradually grew and, you know, working with major players now in the game, like, you know, Mazda and Candace Snowboard and, you know, new brands that we can, uh, you know, Smith and all that kind of stuff um, that we can look upon and, and work with our athletes. So it's been kind of a, a crazy ride, but yeah, we're in year five now, which is kind of cool. So that's kind of how the, the story kind of evolved from West 49 to opening up my own agency and kind of growing that platform. And I knew being a young kid um, and growing up, you know, I wasn't going to be able to step into the agent role, but I really knew that I had the drive and autonomy to get out there. So I kind of, you know, started CF management to kind of prove to them that I really wanted to do this and glad for some of the clients I have today to, you know, stick with me and work with me on these kind of things because we've been able to do some really cool things in the marketplace. Connor, what does your role entail? So the type of day-to-day duties, and obviously now it's a bit different because of COVID-19, but I guess, can you just speak to that? Good question. Um, you know, with, with CF management and being the CEO and founder, I think my, my day-to-day is definitely all over the place. Being the, being the founder, definitely wear a lot of hats. You know, my main role with CF management is being an agent manager, friend to all the athletes and clients that we work with. Um, you know, the day-to-day kind of looks like, you know, waking up in the morning. Um, first thing is kind of check social media. We check what our athletes are doing, what they're posting. Um, check the brands that they're working with um, and look after that. Um, you know, eat breakfast, obviously, and then kind of a workout kick right now. Do that for an hour and then um, come back to the computer. And like I said, we wear, I wear multiple different hats. So whether that's, um, you know, on the phones all day, working on the projects and the brands that we're working with, um, or that's kind of cold calling and sending out emails. I think like one of the biggest things uh, a buddy of mine told me was like, we'd love to receive 500 emails a day, but I think in the, you know, the limelight of everything, it's, we send out 500 emails a day, you know, it's cold calling, it's reaching out, it's fun work and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, being an agent, um, I think the the really fun part about it is making sure that we do the deals and we work on um, the projects with our athletes. But at the end of the day, there's another side to it, making sure that, you know, hopefully this never happens to anybody, but if someone's injured, you know, we're looking out for them, making sure that they're getting the best recovery, you know, how are they feeling? What can we do to support them off the hill? And that's big for us. And then, you know, that kind of comes into the day and day with my duties. Um, you know, sometimes there's accounting involved and we're looking at the books and what does our projects entail and what are the budgets looking like for the agency? Um, and then, you know, for myself, just, you know, growing as an agent and as a CEO and founder, reading a lot is a big thing and learning from the people I look up to. I have a good friend in Toronto that is a huge mentor to me. Peter Cosentino was the VP of the Blue Jays for 12 years. And then he opened up his own agency working on sponsorship and consulting. And, you know, I talk to him all the time and we go back and forth between uh, what the, what the world's looking like and how the marketing and sports industry is looking. He's been a big mentor for me. And then I got a friend in Seattle, Jameson Keegan, another huge mentor for me. So just learning from them and really kind of, I think for me and my day-to-day roles, that's kind of how I evolved the agency. 
Um, and of course, you know, I try to talk to all of our clients, older athletes, uh, maybe not daily, but every once or twice a week. I treat the agency as a family. We're all a family here. That's a big thing for me. And, uh, you know, I think my logo, if anybody sees our logo, it's the shield with CF in the middle. You know, no one really knows how that kind of comes about. But I think it's uh, a big one's a shield, and that's kind of protection. So we're here to protect and have the backs of all of our athletes. And, um, you know, during our day-to-days, and, you know, if an athlete calls at 2 p.m., we're here. If he calls at 2 a.m. or she calls at 2 a.m., we're here to answer the phone. So we're all a family, and that's kind of what uh, what the day-to-day looks like. And the cool thing is, is wearing so many hats is, um, you know, you never really know what the next day is going to look like. And that's kind of why I wanted to get into this industry, because I'm not such a go-getter and all over the place. and I like you know, being busy, but always having a new task. And at that point, uh, Jameson Keegan, he told me once that, and I think he's got on his business card, it's called like a, a janitor, like a floor sweeper. We're always kind of cleaning up different projects and making them polish and like making them look good. So that's one of the biggest things that uh, our day-to-day has entailed as well. Connor, sales is a central aspect in the sport industry. What is your philosophy in sales, and especially in your role with being an agent? Yeah, sales is definitely a big one. I think for me, not so much selling. I think that all comes in time and growing as a, as a person, an individual, and with a company as well. Um, I think a big thing for sales for me is is networking, getting to know, you know, whether it be that marketing manager, that brand manager, whoever you're kind of talking to in time. I think the biggest thing um, that anybody will tell you in a sales role is trust, um, getting to know them first. and you know, really reaching out and saying, hey, this is what we have planned for our athlete or whatever you're working on at the time. We really try to make that relationship work and kind of genuine and and everybody, you know, is going to be happy with each other. There's tons of things when I grew up learning in this industry and I'm still learning today. I'm I'm only, you know, 27, right? So I'm still learning every day and kind of take that opportunity to learn, read and, you know, look up the people that have been in this industry for so long and have mentors, uh, which is kind of cool. And I think they've really taught me to develop that relationship before you kind of go up for a sales pitch. And, you know, people like yourself who are coming out of school right now, I think that's one of the biggest things is basically, you know, develop that relationship and not just, you know, do that cold call email and try to do that sale. Because there's lots of people that do it out there and lots of people that are good. But I find just, you know, the way that works for me is really develop that relationship, get to know that person. Um, and then kind of take the steps into negotiating the sale and what you can do and how that brand actually looks at your athletes and how your athlete can help that brand kind of develop and grow at the same time as well. Connor, during this, I guess, difficult time, what are some strategies on how you're networking with, you know, other agents or athletes or partners? Yeah, I think the biggest thing during this time, I think we say, everybody's going digital. So like you and I right now, we can't be in the same room doing this, right? So um, it's definitely a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of happy hours, but that's above the point. But no, I think it's, you know, really reaching out and seeing how everybody's doing. It's definitely a difficult time for a lot of brands and a lot of marketing managers to kind of say, hey, what are you guys doing with your budgets right now and stuff like that. But um, really right now, it's really just making sure that everybody is, you know, staying top of mind and that everybody's feeling like, you know, being looked after. Um, I think relationships are everything right now and kind of talking, going through, you know, I've had more phone calls, just seeing how friends are that we work with um, and how they're doing athletes as well. Um, And not so much the whole business talk right now, just because everybody's kind of on toes and seeing what 
you know, tomorrow is going to bring. And the next day, I think, you know, like I said earlier, we're, we're all planning and kind of gearing for what the next kind of year and a bit is going to look like for athletes and brands and how can we develop to kind of create new ideas and stuff like that. But I think, you know, to stay top of mind is just really networking and kind of reaching out and saying, you know, Hey, how are you doing? Can I grab 10 minutes of your time to like, just kind of see what your brand's doing or, you know, how you're doing in fact, you know, cause you never know what's kind of going on with them. Right. So I think everybody with the situation that's going on right now, throughout the globe, everybody's dealing with it differently. So taking it day by day and a different conversation each day, right? You're not kind of reaching out, being the same kind of person. It's definitely hearing everybody out in their situation and kind of going from there. So makes sense. Um, I find myself on LinkedIn a lot um, recently with just looking at the, you know, what my network is doing and, you know, what others are doing. Yeah, you you make a good point there. And it's like, um, I think a lot of people are going digital in the virtual world. Like I said, you know, doing Zoom calls like these, but I think everybody's kind of looking for that new kind of, you know, tactic to kind of come upon. It's really cool in the sporting world that everybody's turning to esports and all that kind of stuff with, uh, you know, you're seeing hockey players play NHL against each other and they're going on Twitch and they're getting like millions of streams and stuff like that, right? Um, I don't know if you just saw the newest thing that just came out, but in the entertainment world, our agency we step into it a little bit. We represent a DJ as well, who's done Red Bull Freestyle, which is kind of cool. Um, he's the Hamilton Cats official DJ too, so which is kind of cool. So we've done some really cool events with him with Red Bull and all that kind of jazz. Um, but yeah, talk about the entertainment world. Travis Scott just released a new song. and He's doing like a three-day concert series on Fortnite right now, which I think is so interesting and really cool. I don't know if you're a Fortnite player. I'm not myself, but... Uh, yeah, I'll play the sports games, but I haven't really gotten into Fortnite, but I, I might, I might nothing against it. But yeah, Marshmallow did this a few years ago with Fortnite. He dropped a new song and did a concert and like millions and millions of people tuned in, which was really cool to see. And I think like that's a new thing in the network that a lot of people have kind of turned to. Um, another thing, like I told you earlier, you know, I did a virtual conference today. You know, a lot of us were supposed to be in Vegas right now uh, at this conference, the NFL draft. And, you know, it kind of turned to a virtual conference, which was kind of cool to see. Yesterday, we had conversations about, um, you know, all the partnership and marketing managers were on it from, I think they had the Minnesota Vikings, the Jets, uh, Buffalo Bills, a few others as well. They were on the the conference line talking about how they've transitioned everything that they were going to do in Vegas for the NFL draft to now virtual. So they were having like virtual happy hours sponsored by like, you know, Bud Light and stuff like that, which was really cool to see. Um, and I think networks have really changed their way in thinking of, you know, what's this next kind of year and a half going to look like for, you know, everything going on right now, which is kind of crazy to think about. But I think it's the new normal, which is going to be kind of cool. You bring up a good point, Connor. And I've noticed like the NFL draft is going virtual and it looks like, uh, you know, potentially the NHL draft might go virtual. So a lot of these uh, major professional sports organizations are also doing this as well. Yeah, for sure. I think it. I think it's cool. Um, I sat down and watched it last night. You know, I haven't really tuned into it. I've watched the drafts with some buddies the past couple of years. Haven't really, you know, paid that much attention to them. But yeah, I think it's cool. And I think the NFL did a really good job in kind of transforming that and kind of, you know, being able to have cameras on everybody, you know, including fans, which was even cool to see. You know, there'd be 
you know, tons of fans at each one of these drafts and to see, you know, all the GMs and all the VPs of player operations in their houses. And, you know, you could see some of their kids in the background high-fiving when they made the calls of who they were choosing and the families as well for each, each athlete that was chosen in the draft last night, including today, I think it's, going on again tonight but just to have the cameras and the technology to be like hey we're going to be live when we think your name is going to be called right um which is going to be cool so i thought that was you know technology is kind of you know we've said this for a few years it's growing it's growing it's taking over the world and now is a time that it's really proving to be you know look back 10 years ago i don't know if we'd even be able to do this we probably would be but probably the cameras wouldn't be this clear and it wouldn't be able to record and you know post it later right so um, I think technology is really taking, you know, really showing us how we can work in today's society and how it's really impacted this whole COVID-19 thing. That's great insight. So you mentioned at the top of the show about brands. Um, with CF management, what's the significant impact of brand partnerships and the relationship between your organization, athletes, and partnership brands? Yeah, it's cool. I think uh, every brand that we've worked with or we currently work with, we always look towards how we can benefit the athlete, how the athlete can benefit the brand and how that all kind of intertwines and works together. Um, we've had some really good partnerships. We've actually, you know, just uh, agreed upon a new partnership for one of our athletes, uh, which is going to be really cool. We can't, uh, we can't announce it yet, but it's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be a game changer for her and it's being developed right now. She's, she's heavily involved in it. Uh, we're super excited for it, and I think, um, you know, it's definitely it's a, definitely a new one. Uh, it's a new kind of brand that's stepping into something. So, you know, as much as we can work with them and they can work with the athlete, um, you know, everything's kind of evolving, which is kind of cool. So um, that's going to be a really exciting one. But, yeah, we've worked with other brands like Mazda, you know, right before everything kind of hit. We did a small commercial with Mazda with one of our athletes, and uh, it was cool to see that and how that developed before, you know, snow even hit the ground. And it's all about snow and biking and stuff like that, which was kind of cool. Um, but also, yeah, I think, you know, back to your question, it's every brand that we work with, we make sure that, you know, we can benefit them and somehow they can benefit the athlete. And we all come to an agreement on, you know, what's that going to look like um, before anything is kind of put to paper. It's like, let's develop a good strategy that is going to help everyone in the long run and, and develop some cool projects with them. So that's kind of, you know, where we're at with brand partnerships and, and entertainment and stuff like that. Awesome. To conclude this, what is your most memorable experience thus far in the sport industry? Oh man, that's a good question. I think it was taking that step to start CF management. Um, you know, I always wanted to do it. I thought it was going to be a cool um, opportunity. And when you do something like this, you know, you feel challenged and you feel that at the beginning, um, you know, to be transparent, it was, it was a little bit of a side hustle. Um, and then I, you know, quickly figured out that this is no side hustle. This is what I want to be doing for the rest of my life who I want to be working with, um, the athletes. And, you know, like I mentioned, like Derek Livingston, he's been with us for five years, four years now. And to have athletes like him, he's going to his their Olympics, you know, fingers crossed in 2022. So, you know, to work with them and be able to, you know, work with athletes and see their accomplishments. Um, for a person like me, I don't typically sit in front of a camera. It's mostly the athletes. So a lot of my stuff is behind the scenes that we do for the athletes. And, 
Um, so at the end of the day, if I can see a smile on their face, puts a smile back on my face because I know that I've been able to help them and achieve their career and what they want to do. But these last two years have been, you know, super good highlight for us. We've, we've seen, you know, Derek got his first two World Cup podiums in the last two seasons. Um, Liam Braley, who's 17, on the next-gen team for uh, Candace Snowboard right now. He's a huge up-and-comer won three medals at the Youth Olympics this past winter and has also got his first World Cup podium in Calgary on Canadian soil, which was amazing. Um, and then also seeing Brooke Boyd, she just got an X Games medal in Norway, bronze medal. So to have an X Games medal under our belt for CF management is another huge one because that's like the next greatest thing for an action sports athlete other than the Olympics and to win a medal there. So that's pretty cool. And then, yeah, all of our other athletes, just seeing the accomplishments that they can bring in um, and to see the smiles on their faces at the bottom of the runs and all that kind of stuff. We have an athlete that performs in Cirque du Soleil as well. So we work with them. He's a BMX rider from Montreal. So seeing his shows and able to work on some deals with him and travel with them. And I've seen the show seven times now that he's been there. So, you know, to see him on stage and like doing something that he loves and with his friends that he can kind of, you know, hang out with. It's like amazing. So I think, yeah, I think at the end of the day, if, if we can do stuff that helps our athletes and they can, uh, you know, have smiles on their faces and behind the scenes, I can smile on my face and say, Hey, super glad you guys, you know, got your costumes at the end of the day. Then that's kind of what makes me happy at the end of the day. Well, as you know, we've talked a lot, but the reason why I wanted to do this show is to get, you know, insight from people like you behind the scenes, because we know the athletes perspectives and we see them on camera, but we never see like behind the scenes. So. That's why I really wanted to start interviewing like sport industry professionals because we don't see the behind the scenes unless it's at conferences and there's no one place to go. And I hope this is it. Totally, man. Yeah. And I, I give you full credit to doing this. Like I said earlier, it's, you know, one of the things that's definitely helped me in my career is networking. And, and I'll tell anybody any day to network, 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 reach out, have informational coffees. Like I still do. Um, and I still get back to, you know, anybody that asks to have one with me. If, like yourself, you know, like we had phone calls a few months ago, right? And when we first met and got introduced and, uh, you know, I did that when I was coming out of college and even when I was in college um, and it's helped me get to where I am today. I still have a long career path that I want to go on. And, you know, I think we're only going up from here, but networking, having those conversations and, you know, just not asking for anything in those informational coffees or, you know, sit downs or, you know, phone calls. But just gaining insight and in how they've kind of generated their career and got to where they are, um, I, I find myself fascinating, and I love hearing stories like that. Um, and like I said, I still learn to read books and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, the biographies and learning about what other people have done, you know, you can learn a lot of lessons from it, good or bad, right? So um, that's like one of the biggest things that I, I take away is networking, which is huge. The amount of uh, informational coffee sessions that I've had in two years it's been a lot I'm really grateful for it but the reason why I think I I'm learning so much is because through these these coffees learning about other people's experiences or you know even when people tell you their mistakes you're actually learning based on their mistakes which maybe is not totally correct to say but totally and that's the thing right and you never know like some of the people that you go to school with now that I go to school with they started out as junior art directors now they're art directors and now they're senior directors and that's the cool thing to see that, like, you know, you'll go through your program and you never know where people will land. And at the end of the day, if you're in my position, 
and you have a friend that's like a brand manager at Nike or, you know, the big ones out there, you know them already, right? So it's like always have those conversations and, you know, talking to coordinators at marketing place, at brands and agencies, because, um, you know, they're only going to go up from there and, and develop the skills, right? So um, those conversations and networking keys can only last to make good relationships at the end of the day, right? Right. But someone that I know really well told me that um, students and alumni are your network, which is of all the quotes I've heard in four years just being in university. That's the one quote that I just always think of just because I find it just so true. Of course, man, that's that's the cool thing about it. And, you know, there's lots of friends that I've gone to and talked to that I went to school with, even alumni. Um, you know, I always try to stay connected to teachers at Mohawk and you know, internships that I did. We were talking about one earlier, actually, funny enough. Andrew Singleton, who owns Eventsing, an event company, you know, the one of your other friends is working there now. And it's cool because, yeah, you know, I had a coffee with Andrew two months ago before everything happened, right? So keeping those connections, you never know when you're going to be able to, you know, work with them or call upon them for something or they might call upon you for something that they need, right? Just that whole networking connection thing is, you know, that simple text message to say, hey, how are you doing? can go a long way, for sure. Totally agree. Uh, Connor, I want to thank you so much for doing this. Great hearing your story and insight to the industry. You know how much I admire you and I love the work that you're doing with CF Management. And you can follow CF Management on Instagram, which I highly encourage because it's a great platform to to look at what's happening with your company. So the last word is is yours, Connor. And I just want to thank you again for this. Hey, man, no problem. I just want to thank you for having me on here. And Hope everybody out there is staying safe and healthy right now. And we're going to get through this. And like I said earlier, I'm a positive person. I think we're going to come out of it stronger than ever. So, love the games again.